This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 70 of the Basin Booker's podcast. By the way, happy 4th of July weekend for those of you here in the U.S. along with us. That's are. right, Rich. Happy 4th of July, because America yes. fucking rules. Yes, we do. We got barbecues. There's going to be fireworks that I hope don't get recorded because it's going to be a pain in the ass to edit out. And, um... Barbecues implies drinking, so... Unless you don't live in America. In that case, come to America. Yeah, Hang case, out. you know, it, it, it's July 4th. It's a Saturday. And uh, enjoy your Saturday. If you celebrate the holiday, for sure don't blow your balls off. You gotta be careful and practice fireworks safety. Yes, and don't blow other people's balls off either, unless they fucking deserve it. And we don't discriminate... Uh, don't blow lady parts off either. Right. Don't, don't blow off any of your fucking parts. And just your hands, your face. I don't know. All I'm saying is, be safe, be responsible. This has been a PSA from the Basement Bookers. You ever watch Thunderbirds? I heard about that. Oh, jeez. It's like a parody of Thunderbirds. It's okay. Hilarious. Thunderbirds yeah. is old. Yeah, it's old as fuck. They're doing it again. I don't know much about it, though. Because fucking... They're doing it again because they're not creative. It's like, well, what hasn't been done yet? Oh, Thunderbirds! Speaking about what haven't been done yet, WWE selling Apple Watches. Yes. <laughs> strongly selling Apple Watches. And cruising to Hawaii. I think they're just paying for the watches. Like, them talking about the watches on Raw is to pay for those specific watches. I don't, I don't think Apple does marketing like that. I think you still gotta buy it. I don't know. It could have been a test run of the advertising potential of the E. So what? What's like at the pay per views? What's Skittles been and Subway and Popeyes and all the all the free crap they always get? Look at all the money that Subway's making because of that. The only reason Subway's still in business is because WWE. I think it's Jared. The only reason Jared's in business—it's a work. Vince came up with that. Come on, man! You don't know. I'm too confused. You're looking at me like I told you Santa's not real. It's not real. No, he's not. Then neither is Jared. <laughs> I've seen him on the TV. Have you seen him? His his be- his belly is not real. It's a work. I'm telling you. So the car too, because they they made sure. I don't know if it was to be obnoxious, but just straight up the exact model. <laughs> Make of the car. Oh, they uh, they were half mocking and prices right. A new car. It was that was the only thing that was missing. First of all, I know Seth Rollins is the world heavyweight champion, but the world heavyweight champion does not make that much money. It's really not that much money. Is it that much money? I don't know. I don't think so. Unless he's leasing the car, that's different. It's, it's cheaper if you lease it. It's pretty bad, though, because they're going to have to pay for it. When Brock Lesnar wrecks the car, what do you think he'll do? You think it's too much to powerbomb a guy onto the car, into the windshield? No. Same mm-hmm. done. I mean, actually, a couple weeks ago, um, let's see, I watched uh, Cena versus Eddie, the parking lot match. Yeah. For the U.S. title. It was on, It was. I think it was on a Raw. 
wasn't a pay-per-view. And there was, I think it was an East, uh, a WCW match. Fuck if I remember who was in. I think Foley and somebody else. Yes, you're right. You're exactly right. That's why I've been uh, networking. Did you catch the Finn Balor speaking of networking? The Finn Balor, the full special yeah. all together. Amazing. Let me tell you something about the special brother. Mm-hmm. If you go to, if you want to promote somebody to someone who barely watches wrestling, that's the way to do it. Because I watched the third part of that series, mm-hmm. and I had someone here watching with me, and she is now a Finn Balor fan. Just from that, and watching his match tagging against, uh, with tagging with Samoa Joe mm-hmm. against, uh, Rhino and uh, Owens. Owens, who suffered his first NXT loss. His first NXT pinfall. I think he might have been disqualified. Yeah, I don't count that shit. Yeah, like his match with Joe that got thrown out. His shoulders were on the mat, and it was one, two, three. A little surprising. Considering I... Now, the pattern is... You lose... You win. Yeah, you, you lose win, on... You win, you lose. Yeah, you lose on TV, you win at the at the event. But... Alright, let's talk about this July 4th event that's coming up. You don't have to do the pattern, though. The same. I know. It's... It's just... Here's the thing. Kevin Owens is dropping the belt. You know that for a fact. I don't see this ending any other way. I cannot see this ending any other way. He He's graduated to the main roster. It was supposed to be Sami Zayn. Sami's hurt. So, Owens Sammy party too hard. That's what happened. He was, yeah, he was cheering himself too hard. He was trying to get the crowd riled up. And they're already behind him. Rotate a cuff or whatever it was. Yeah. He's, Kevin Owens has had the best matches with John Cena than I have seen in years. Years. John Cena's had some good matches throughout this whole, uh, U.S. Open thing? Yeah, that's right, brother. It's the best thing that happened to Raw since Monday Night Raw. Yeah, first of all, the U.S. Open Challenge is fantastic. In general, it's excellent. Cena's been busting his ass. He is doing his job of elevating the U.S. Champion. He's making superstars, baby, and that's what the business is about. That's right. Elevating, raising your peers so they look cooler. Yeah. Like Cesaro, who didn't even need any help. Mm -hmm. It just went to 11. Yep. Then 12. And 15. He's at 15, man. Because normally the maximum is 10. He went to 15. Crazy shit. Between those four ropes. Those four ropes. Because there's four sides. Three ropes. He came out there looking like a ninja and shit. And it's just too bad, man. As soon as you saw that fat fuck sit down at commentary, that shit was going to go south. Yeah. You knew it. But he waited the right amount of time. What was it? Like three commercial breaks worth of awesome match? Something like that, yeah. It's a great match. He had him in a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Cena was going to tap. It always looks like that. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't going to tap. He count Cena. Yeah, see, I mean, Cena has been great at making guys look good. When he is, when when he sells, he doesn't always sell. He doesn't always give the rub. He's been giving the rub 
a lot past couple weeks, past couple months. And this feud with Joe, I said it last week. I think I said it the week before also. Cena, I said the feud with Joe. Fucking A. This feud Cena's with Kevin, feuding with Joe now? No. This feud with Kevin Owens. Fuck. This feud with Kevin Owens. I think I said it last week. I think I said it the week before. Is the most interesting storyline on Raw right now. It is, man. Period. I, I mean, Brock Lesnar's around, but he's not around. Roman Reigns is around. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt's around. Ambrose. Ambrose. What the hell, man? A lot of shit. But it's like, what's going on with that? Well, wait a uh, second. Actually, the, the the biggest controversy this week that we that we barely touched on. Dean Ambrose losing clean to Bray Wyatt. No. Oh. The biggest controversy. The car survived. Yes, the car did indeed survive. No one touched it. One show. That's because it's saving it for Brock to rack. And SmackDown. That's right. But SmackDown... SmackDown. Yeah. Now, when Kane has a vacation, mm-hmm. how long is that vacation? Because SmackDown is taped on Tuesday. Yeah. And the reason he's not there, Seth said he was at Tokyo to make sure everything went right. He did say that. Where is Kane? I don't know. When's the vacation is my question. Is it for this coming week? So he won't be on Raw and SmackDown respectively? Thus leaving Seth Rollins vulnerable with only one and a half guys? Jamie Noble is still healing three broken ribs. Mm-hmm. Suffer at the hands of Brock Lesnar. So what say Brock Powerbomb the ever-loving shit out of Brother Joseph Mercury mm-hmm. into said windshield of car. Mm. That would be great. It would be great. Yeah. There's a number of things that can happen. The possibilities are endless. He's more likely F5 him onto it. Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. I don't think they're going to show up. I don't think he'd be on Raw, though. Rob? Yeah. Is, is this the go-home for Battleground? No, next week. So he'll be on next week, then. His dates. Probably because the Japan show was first. That's right. So Japan show, Raw, take a break, mm-hmm. and then the Raw before Battleground will show up. This coming Raw. Yeah. It's only one day break. This Raw coming up is the one before Battleground? Yeah. I just asked you that. You said it was the one after. I said next week. By next week, I mean, I mean like, okay. weekends. All right. Saturday, so we're Sunday. on the same page. So yeah. the Raw coming up is in a couple days. Is To go home. To go home. Okay. So we have the July 4th Tokyo Dome event, which is a house show. Technically. I read that Brock's there because he wanted to, he just wanted to say hi to one of his old Japanese buddies. I don't remember his name. That's not wrestling? He is wrestling. He's going to wrestle Kofi. Yeah. Um, but like. What a weird matchup. They, they, they worked Brock into the show since he's already going to be in Japan. Who was it? Akibono? Not. I'm not, I'm going to kick myself. Not Masahiro Chono. You know, no one's going to know or care who that is, right? You do know this, right? I know one of our listeners knows who Masahiro Chono is. 
I'm sure he does. But you know what we can do? What? Once you figure it out later, when you Google it, mm-hmm. you can post it to the Facebook page of Basement Bookers. I can and do that. everyone can know. I will do that. You're not going to do that. It's every time we say that, we don't do shit. I'll this pro- is about the extent. No, because you know what I'm going to do while I'm sitting there editing. I'll be like, oh, yeah, let me do that. That's all I'll do. Okay. Great. Now I want to know who this person is. Because I read it on my website before I came here. You know what's great, though? This just shows the drawing power of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. The only reason he's performing there is because he's in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And because he's in the neighborhood, it's the Beast of the East. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. It's great. But Paul Heyman's not going to be there. I know. Well, Brock's not going to do much talking. He does his talking with his fists. And his knees. Those sick knees yeah. he does to the fucking side. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I can't wait till he does that to Rollins. That was how, um, knees like that were how, um, GSP beat Matt Sarah. Mm. It's great. He just, he just turtled. Just kept kneeing him in, in the side and the kidney. It's like, you ah. can't breathe, man. Mm-hmm. You saw what happened to John Cena. Yup. Johnny boy. Suplex City. Maybe Seth will sell some suplexes at Battleground. I hope. What's the, let's, let's guess the magic number. Oh, fuck. How many suplexes? Twelve. Twelve. Cause, what, what, what did Cena take? Sixteen? Sixteen. Cena took sixteen. But he's John Cena. Yeah. Now, Rollins has an advantage in that he can, unlike Cena, he can flip. And he's slippery. He, he, well, I don't know about him being slippery. That's, that's he is slippery. <laughs> he's slippery, dude. He's a slippery fuck. And he can flip. Yeah. So he can slip out of F5s and whatnot. So I think he gets all greased up before he goes out there. You're not supposed to do that anymore. Really? Yeah. I thought you're not supposed to put oil on anymore. Ah, uh, different reasoning. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say 17 suplexes. Is it, it's going to be more than Cena? Yes, at least one more. It will call it the cherry on top. 16 plus 1. Seven. Mathematics. Interesting. So, Monday night, the authority does the beat down on Brock. <clears throat> and then Tuesday, I mean Friday, <laughs> they do the same thing to Roman Reigns. And it looked to me mm-hmm. like it took a lot more for Roman Reigns to stay down. He went through a table and was still getting up. Yeah, but Brock, they attacked his leg. And they really focused on his leg. Okay. Can't get up with him. If you don't have legs, yeah. you can't stand up. They gallon him. Right. <laughs> so, oh yeah, and Kane wasn't there. On SmackDown, right? Okay. Sure. But Bray Wyatt. And Big Show. Big Show. That's right, Big Show was there. So, there's that. But they kept him tough, though. Getting tired of these beatdowns, man. And that's the point. Something's gonna happen. I don't know, man. I get mad at Seth Rollins. Because he's a cheat. And that's the point of being a heel. Mm-hmm. But... 
You also got to look at it from his perspective. Seth Rollins is not the biggest dog in this fight. Right. Okay? That's one. The only advantage he has is numbers. You got to look at it. If you're in jail and you're not the biggest guy, you need a crew. Yeah. And you need that crew to protect you from the bigger murderer. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Brock's a freaking killer. He's do Seth, the pe- you can't be mad at Seth Rollins because he's doing what any intelligent person would do in his position. If you want to hold on to the world heavyweight title, you have to do it by any means necessary. I agree. Well, they've been building Seth the right way ever since the tournament. Which... Well, hold on a minute, brother. I'm going to have to stop you right there. I disagree. Do you? He's been booked fairly weak up until recently. Because all his wins have been shady as fuck. But then... So I don't see that as weak booking. I don't see... Okay, I don't see that as booking him weak. Yeah, but he wasn't winning strong. You know what I mean? But now, ever since that Ambrose fight, but, he's been on but, the up. But it's not like there were any matches that he had where he didn't have any help and he lost. That would be booking him weak. What they did was protected him. Oh, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not talking about pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. If you think about the Raws where he's lost clean, he's lost clean to J&J Security. They were distractions. He's lost clean a couple times. It is two-on-one. Joey Mercury is a former tag team champion. Jamie Noble is a former cruiserweight champion. Doesn't matter what they were. What they are now is not the world heavyweight championship. They're not the heavyweight champion in their prime. Mm -hmm. It's what they're not. And not just that. There's a few times he's done the job. Didn't Kane distract him? Doesn't matter. A loss is a loss is a loss. Is a loss. Is a loss. But they, all they did was... I don't have a list. But you have to go through your mental vault. And think of the Raw and SmackDown matches that Brother Rollins has had. I don't remember the combination. That he hasn't won. But now, he's scary-ish. I guess. It's strange, too, because... They had Randy Orton before, you know? I don't know. That was pre-champion, though. They also had more faces then. Yeah. They're a little face weak now. Yeah, it's too heel-heavy. That's another wild card for Battleground. Of course, we'll talk about that next week on our Battleground show. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Sheamus... What do you make of uh, what he's doing now? What's he doing? I'm asking you. You're the one with a textbook. What did he do? I think he fought Sheamus this week. Sheamus fought Sheamus this week. Wow. Mirror match. Yes. Now, mirror match. Now, is that, is that Dickie Sea Monster Sheamus versus uh, the Lobster Head? Yes. I think Ziggler he fought. There's a lot of... Uh... Underwater references. Lobster head and sea creature. Ziggler, you said? I think so. I know Ziggler fought Fandango. Was that this week or last week? 
That's how shitty Raw was, except for that Owens-Cesaro match. <laughs> Dolph did something... on Raw? He didn't have a match on Raw. He didn't have a match on SmackDown. No, he came out know. and updated us on their status... Which he could have done on Facebook. Yeah, but if he'd done it on Facebook, we, we wouldn't have seen uh, Lana's whiteies. Those are wrestling things. I don't care. <laughs> I, I would love to wrestle with her things. That was bad. I, know. I don't know if it was Summer's fault or her fault. Was not a fan. <sighs> I blame Summer. You know how south this angle is going? As soon as they came out, I was rooting for Rusev to be better <laughs> and destroy Dolph Ziggler. I'm on Rusev's side throughout this whole thing. Dolph is... I mean, Rusev's the one that's hurt, but Dolph is the one that's getting fucked here. Because now he's stuck in this angle until Rusev's better. And they can have a match. Let me tell you something, buddy. Mm. Let me tell you something about Rusev. I want you to think about this for a second. You have a guy who was undefeated for a long time, defeated by Superman John Cena. Mm -hmm. Fine. Clean. Lost an I quit match, which he may or may not quit in Bulgarian. Right. Lost his title, his girl, he's injured, and like he said, I am a broken man. Mm -hmm. Worst accent ever, but I'm American. <laughs> So, he's lost everything. And this pretty boy, he's got his girl and he's rubbing it in his face blatantly. He loved that woman in his own way. I can't 100% blame Dolph for that. You have to keep in no, mind. No, I'm not blaming Dolph. Okay. But you gotta feel bad to Rusev. the state that Rusev is in. Yeah. To be up here, to fall so low. I hear you. I'm just wondering, does the night that she broke up with Rusev, she went and kissed off? You're saying that that didn't just start there? Might not have. Well, I gotta tell you something, Daddy. One word, rebound. All I'm saying. That That's not a rebound. She broke up with him. Summer's a rebound for Rusev. He even called her Lana. On purpose. Uh, yeah. He said he got a better Lana. I, I mean, yeah. He, he it, did it on purpose. If you correct yourself, it's not on purpose. Dude, you don't know comedy, man. That was gold. Think about it. He's just trying to replace Lana. He wants Lana. Summer's just... Eventually... Blonde and leggy. She's going to get wise to it. Well, as wise as Rusev allows her to get. Let me tell you, that he's a guy who's got shit under control. He even said that she's, what did he say, that she's controllable or something? I forgot what word he said. I like, she'll do whatever. <laughs> but apparently he has a big heart, according to Summer. I can't wait for Rusev to get better. I hope he puts on some wrestling boots so this doesn't happen again and everything goes back to normal. Found my Seamus note. Okay, what is it? He beat Neville. Even though Neville hit an awesome Asahi moonsault on him. He kicked him, like, off the thing, right? Yeah. Off the thing, you know. Lobster head. I think Cena and Owen spoiled me. 
with amazing wrestling and mm-hmm. promos. Did we talk about the sloppy springboard center that Cena hit on Owens? That was awful. I had to rewind it. It's like he... I don't know how to describe it's it. It's like on his way down, he's like, wait, where's your head? There it is. Okay, got it. Yeah, he's got a big head. Got a big head. <laughs> he's got a giant head. I guess a number of things could happen. I mean, the fact that he could springboard anything, we should just be grateful, right? Yeah. So, that's that's why I didn't really make a big stink out of it. Sneakers and shorts. There you go. You know? Speaking of being spoiled. Seth Rollins? Did you watch NXT this week? Yes, I did watch NXT. And you watched it the past few weeks. Yeah. With Sammy not there, Owens. We spoke only... about this last week, didn't we? Yeah, how it feels like it's kind of a dry spell at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they need to do, because we know, especially their four women, the, the big four, the four horsewomen that they're calling them or whatever. Whatever they're calling them. We know they can go. Of course. They need to be main event. Becky Lynch is hurt. Oh, yeah, the hand. No, Beck, uh, Bailey's hurt with the hand. Becky Lynch is also hurt. Something okay. There was a thing on NXT. She was being interviewed. Yeah. She's hurt. Oh, yeah, her... Um, Becky's hurt. Bailey's hip? hurt. Or something. Something like that. Sure. And it was during the uh, match with Sasha Banks for the title. Mm-hmm. Brother. It's a great match. So next week, we're going to have a potential tag team match. It's going to be Emma and your favorite, uh, Dana Brooke, versus Sasha Banks, and probably Charlotte. I still want to know how she talks with that duck face. She just does it, dude. She could do it all. You hear? You, what do you think of Emma's new music? They changed it again. Yeah, I, I like the first new music better. Yeah, right. Dana Brooke looks great from the side. Watch this. Like, go back to NXT when she's walking out with Emma. Right. Okay. I think she changed her outfit too. She's wearing like less now. She's all right. Yeah, Emma changed her outfit again. I like her in the red. What'd you think of that match against uh, your girl Carmella? Bad, right? There was some there was some sloppiness. What did I write here? She's trying, but you know. I like I really like the Emma Lock. I'm glad she's getting Emma's getting some wins. Because yeah. I mean Emma should be booked over Carmella. She's Emma Taney. Yeah. She's Emolution. It's the evolution of Emma. Evolution is a mystery. No. No. You stop that right now. <laughs> stop that right now. Full of change and no It's 2015. Stop. Yeah, we got Jurassic Park movie. We got Terminator Terminator movie. Um, You know what I saw a trailer for today? Star Wars? They're coming out with a new one. They're coming out with a new one, too. (laughs) Do you ever hear of the cartoon Gem Mm -hmm. and the Holograms? They're making a movie. They're just going through all the 80s shit. Yeah, but it's not... It's going to be a new Care Bears thing soon. But it's nothing about... Nothing like the cartoon or anything. I don't even remember it. But it's basically like they're just a band, and that's that was Jam the Holograms. Yeah, they're a band, and then they're not a band because they think that one's bigger than the rest of them. And I could have sworn it was the same plot of Josie and the Pussycats, which I did see. Well, anytime you have a person's name and the yeah, they're obviously not it. But I'm yeah. saying I'm watching the trailer like I saw this plot before. It's like everything that involves musicians. Like that thing we were talking about last week with your favorite band, Parable. Yeah. The Haley Williams show. 
Yeah. Haley Williams and Paramore. The only thing worse than that is Haley Williams featuring Paramore. That would be bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, these guys are here too. Oh, yeah. They're a backup band this week. They're the fucking instruments. <laughs> They're the instrument players. You can't do the music without the instrument players. Oh, two of the original guys left. They replaced two with one. Anytime you replace two with one, it's a bad idea. Yeah. It's awful. Oldies new. Bray Wyatt. Still the face of fear. More like the face of boring. Do you hear about that Rolling Stone list that they came out with? I saw some of the list. Okay, well, uh, here's uh, for our listeners and yourself a uh, brief summary. I may have missed some things, but these are the highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superstar of the Year, obviously, they picked Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. The runner-up, Roman Reigns. Silliest promos, Bray, Bray Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's something about a finishing move that makes no sense. Pedigree. Pedigree for Seth Rollins. Um, I guess, I think much needed push was primetime players. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it was the dumbest new look or something that was Seamus. Yeah, uh, something about, uh, glad they weren't future endeavored. Zack Ryder. Ryder. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. <laughs> Man, I wish I knew what the rest of them were. I was, think, I was thinking of, like, copying that. I was going to write it down, too, and I'm like, fuck that shit. I will... Yeah, you brought it up. Yeah. I wasn't planning on bringing it up. Yeah. Well, I will, of course, place this list on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Cool. For sure this time. So I was thinking, watching NXT, mm-hmm. we were talking about NXT, enhancement talent. Need more of that on, like, Raw. No. No? I disagree. There's no Because it's raw. Everything, everything you see should be associated with a storyline. Yeah, you could still do that. You used to do it back in the day. Like a guy will run in. On Super... Yeah. Listen, hear me out before you shoot me down, man. You're not noticing a lack of variety lately on the shows at all? Why do... If... Alright, for example, Ryback versus Mark Henry. That was fine. Yeah. Because Mark Henry's not on any pay-per-views at all. Mm-hmm. He might as well be a different kind of enhancement talent. But that's one good example. Mm-hmm. But you'll have fights like Seth Rollins fighting Roman Reigns. And when it happens in a pay-per-view, you saw it before. You see it too much. They fought each other a couple times. Same thing for Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. We saw that. He lost clean. That he did. Someone is really high on Bray Wyatt for some reason. We used to like him. But then something happened, man. He just stopped making sense, man. It seemed to be right after Harper and Rowan left. For me, it was after WrestleMania. WrestleMania was kind of a... Uh... The proverbial nail in the coffin, if you will. And it's not because he lost to Undertaker. It's how he was booked after the loss. The match, I feel like he could have been booked stronger in the match also. Well, although maybe he was, and they cut his match short because of his ankle injury. They weren't sure how long it would hold up. Maybe he signaled the ref at some point to say, my ankle isn't holding up. 
like I wanted to, so let's cut it short. You don't think we would have heard something like that by now? Maybe, maybe not. Because if you think about it, I even said at the time, the Rousey segment went pretty long. That segment went 20 minutes. 20 minutes for a non-wrestling thing at WrestleMania. Here's my opinion, brother. I'm saying brother a lot. Brother. You obviously watched Tough Enough this week. Yeah, because I was trying to keep up with the Hulkster. Alright, so check this out, bro. Okay? The reason is, I felt, is the way he was booked after the loss Mm -hmm. was my issue. He didn't acknowledge the fact that he lost, which he could have. He could have. It could have been a chance for his character to grow. There's point. grace in defeat. And no, I'm not talking about I'm a good guy now. No, you could still be a freaking heel, mm-hmm. but you could use that that he was changed by that defeat. That he feels that he has to be even more vicious, that it's not enough what he's been doing. And then you can have him just wreck people. Like he could have uh, opened SmackDown, because not Raw. He could have opened SmackDown talking about how he's a changed man, yada yada, whatever. He's seen the error of his ways. Yeah, like, and you then, just think it's one way. Yeah, and then like, in the main event, he attacks like the biggest face ever. Yeah, just turn it on its head, man. Mm-hmm. That's what you could have done. But no, he, he ignores it. It's like the match never happened. And we all know it did. And he's talk and he's been talking as if he won the match. Still calling himself the new face of fear. Which he said he would be after he defeated the Undertaker. Which he didn't do. And that's my gripe, my man. And that's why I haven't been able to get on the same team. And it's not his fault. It isn't, because he's not in charge of the booking. But at the same time, you have to be protective of your character. To a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin one-on-one, my man. Very true. You see, I didn't watch TNA this week. I missed it. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm a month behind. I'm still in the middle of watching Destination X. And by the way, every time I think Destination X, I'm always about to say that De- Degeneration X. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, not watching TNA is really making WWE not look great. Well, I watched Slammiversary. Talk to us about that. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but there were a couple of matches I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was James Storm versus Magnus in a mm-hmm. non-sanctioned match. Mm-hmm. Uh, brief summary, uh, Magnus is married to Mickey James. This is all from the promo package. James Storm was hanging around them and whatnot. He's, he's even held their baby. Mm-hmm. And he's following her, but he wants her to join the revolution. She doesn't want to join the revolution. So they're walking next to a train. He pushes her into the tracks in front of a train that's not moving. That I saw. He like knocked her off. Right. So Mag- Magnus is pissed, obviously. So he's like, we're going to go. We're going to have this non-sanctioned match. It was pretty cool. They had a lot of cool spots. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think it was like three of uh, James Storm's super kicks in a row. Like, he, he kicked him once in the face, and then Magnus hit the ropes, came uh-huh. back, and then he got kicked in the face again. Uh-huh. And that wasn't even the finish. Mm. The finish was awesome. You should check it out. Did it stay one-on-one? It stayed one-on-one. Yes. And the finish of all the beer bottle. That's all I'm saying. 
Ah. Oh, and maybe, you know, because I, I assume that maybe James Storm won, but maybe not. I don't know. You don't know. Anybody can use a beer bottle. That's true. That was pretty good. Uh, King of the Mountain match. My first ever King of the Mountain. Uh, my impression. I, I, I read who won. I, okay. I know you know who won. But, for the record, it could have gone only one way. <laughs> At first, it looked like he wasn't gonna win. Cause I think three guys pinned him to qualify. Wow. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett was working, dude. I, I, I did read that. He, he did very well. Uh, the thing about, uh, the King of the Mountain, I don't know how TNA uses it, but it's a great way to set up your year. Cause when you think about it, there were times in the match where, um, Bobby Roode teamed up with, uh, EY at one point. They even mm-hmm. did the, like, it was, uh, they did something that they do together because they were like Team Canada or something. Yes. And then, even, right. Even that was before my time. That kind of reminded me of like what the Shield thing happened. Mm-hmm. But Eric Young right away just fucking decked Bobby Roode. <laughs> <just went out. laughs> he doesn't give a shit anymore. Wait a second. So you said three guys pinned, um, Jared. To qualify. Not consecutively though. Not, was, no, not consecutively. Yeah, okay. Like, cause it's a penalty box. Oh, yeah, okay. But yeah, it was three guys qualified mm-hmm. by pinning him. So, tell me what you think, now, since this is your first King of the Mountain match that you saw, tell me what you think of the format. I don't like that you have to hang it up. Mm-hmm. I do like the idea of qualifying. Yeah. To, to even get, to try to get, to even do anything with the belt. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to, you could leave the belt up there. But that guy got the pin. He can go up and get it. But everybody can still stop him except for the guy in the penalty box. Right. I don't know. Maybe there's a reason they don't want to do it that way. Uh But like I was saying about setting up the year. Because mm-hmm. you could set it up. Like, oh, this guy freaking put me in the penalty box. And I wasn't able to go for the title because of this guy. So I'm mad at him mm-hmm. for the year. Because I was seeing, like, uh, Matt Hardy was fighting, um, oh boy, Galloway mm-hmm. a couple of times. You could have them feud if you wanted to, which is a waste of Galloway's talents, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few things that you could have just set up. You could set up the feuds for the rest of the year. Well, you know, like the Royal Rumbles like that, Survivor Series matches. I like feel like that. it's more intimate because it's like, how many guys? Was it six guys? I don't know. But for some reason, Karen Jarrett was at ringside the whole time. Money in the Bank's like that. Money in the Bank, yeah. Well, Karen Jarrett was at ringside because it's her hubby in there. I know. Well, whatever. Uh, overall, okay match. So, King of the Mountain, Magnus versus, uh, James Storm. Storm. Okay. Which, James Storm, I, I like him. I think that they dropped the, uh, Magnus versus Bram feud way too early. Yeah, I don't even know what the conclusion of that was. Bram fought the blueprint. Matt Morgan? Yeah. Holy shit. Oh yeah, because he's doing this thing where he challenges former TNA guys. Yeah, and it was... He changed it to uh, False Count Anywhere or something like that. Cool. Yeah. 
So, um, there was also a match with, um, the Bromance broke up, apparently. Mm-hmm. And they fought each other. Uh, one of them, the heel, reminded me of, like, Randy Orton. Cause even his trunks looked like Randy Orton back in the day when he was in Evolution. The bigger dude or the one with the dumb hair? Uh, I wrote his name down. Uh, uh, yeah, Jesse the Man Godders. I have Robbie E. is Chris Masters wearing Randy's trunks from his early days. That's what I got from that. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Jesse Godders was just a star of a reality show. Was he? And Yeah, and then he said, hey, I want to be a wrestler. And of course, Danny's like, okay, anybody could do this, right? And his song sounds like the lap dance song. By N.E.R.D. Really? I like, like that song. Yeah, but just like the poor man's version. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I don't want to... I know you, you haven't seen Matt Morgan wrestle before this since He's WWE. He's cool. He's good. What about... What do you think of um, Bram? Uh, I like his style. It's not... It's not, like, dangerous, really. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he can mess you up. He looks like a badass dude. Yeah, like, I don't want to fight him. That's Ric Flair's son-in-law. That's right. Woo! So yeah, if you didn't watch Slammiversary, maybe check it out. Or don't. You'll be fine. Your girl fought. Uh, the Dollhouse mm-hmm. took on um, Awesome Kong. And, uh... Gail Kim? No, the other one. The one who used to date a bromance... Oh, Brooke. Yes, Mocker. Yeah, she was. Uh, it's three on two. Uh, Tara Terrell, her outfit looks like lingerie. It's great. Awesome. Yeah, something to look forward to. So, yeah, I give Slammiversary a three out of five. Okay. Mainly because I don't watch the product mm-hmm. so, like, consistently. So, mm-hmm. the video packages were helpful to me. I'm not sitting there going, okay, I know this. It wasn't played yeah. for me like 800 times during the month. That's true. It, it, it caught me up very easily. Like, you could go in and not knowing shit. And like, oh, shit. Like, I'm wondering, because of that, if maybe every now and then, maybe we skip watching Raw and SmackDown between pay-per-views? I don't know if I could do that, Dave. Maybe SmackDown I could skip. SmackDown is easily skippable. Dave? It's a... um Reference to uh, Odyssey, Space Odyssey 2000. I didn't see it. The, the computer, Hal 9000. Okay. He always referred to it. He's like, I can't do that, Dave. Ah. Oh. Artificial intelligence. So while we were sitting here, I figured out the King of the Mountain thing. Did why, you? Why, like the reason why you hang it. Why do you hang it? And last week, you. Planted the seed. So capture I the flag? Yeah, you said capture the flag. It's not capture the flag. It's plant the flag. I see. Like on it's Everest. It's like, like to become the king of the mountain, you plant your flag on the hill. You're king of the mountain. So it's like king of the hill. Yeah. Because that's also a game mode mm-hmm. in some games. But it's a mountain. These hills are smaller than mountains. Mountains are bigger than hills. Yeah. It's cool that it works out like that. Yeah, man. One's smaller and the other one's bigger. It's insane. 
Week week for wrestling, I say. Uh look, man. Uh I like we didn't, we didn't even mention Regal and Bull Dempsey with the vending machine. Oh, when well, he's fighting with the vending machine. And like he takes his finger and like takes some crap off his face and he smells it. Like and he licked it supposedly. Yeah, he, I, don't know I he thought he smelled it. it. Yeah, but then he licked it. Ugh. Or at least he made it look like he licked it. Uh look, I, man, I'm not looking that off a dude's face. I'm just saying. Here's the thing: it's the week of the of the holiday. That's one factor. Plus, everyone's traveling. Everyone's traveling. Um, it was weak. Um, I did, I really did enjoy Ryback beating Mark Henry. Uh, it was the right way to do it. And, um, I really don't have much to say. It's not a lot of... We were all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, hey, we celebrate the 4th as well. Um, no Mizdow, huh? No Mizdow. I haven't seen him in a while, and it's... Sandow. He's Damien Sandow. No. Oh, is he Macho Man? Macho Man, that's it. Is he still? I don't know. I don't watch. Oh, the Ascension wrestled the primetime players. Yep, and they lost. Yeah. There's that. Uh, jeez. Hey, did Bo Dallas team up with uh, New Day again? I think so. I think that might have been on Raw Town members as well. Yeah. Those guys will make a good team all the time, I think. Oh, and The Rock showed up to a Boston show. That, that was that was something. Mm, he was in the area. Rock bottom bow. Oh, the Ryback mismatch from Raw. Oh, yeah, they fought. So, you don't Didn't remember. did Miz run away? Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, let's have the match right now. And the ref stopped counting at four and just rang the bell. I guess it makes sense. He's like, well, by the time he comes back... If he does come back, he's not going to make the 10 count. That, yeah, that was how... Let's J- save some time. That was how JBL justified it, but... Like, let's pretend it's a real sport for a minute. <laughs> you right? still have to go through the motion. Can, yeah, can we please? Like, even a fast count. Five, six, seven... Okay, bye. Ring it. Something. They should have just had the ref go... <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't fucking know, dude. Dan Angler, formerly known as... TNA senior official Rudy Charles. And that's the move. Uh, Miz made the right move. He doesn't have to win that match. He still has a num- He's still in a triple threat match for the belt mm-hmm. at Battleground. That doesn't change it. It's true. So what are they doing with Dean, man? Oh, yeah, there it was. Primetime Blaze and Lucha Dragons beat uh, New Day and Bo. That was a fun... Uh, I think that was a fun match. And Kofi worked his ass off in that match. Love Truth. Lucha Dragons. Truth beat Adam Rose. Uh, oh, yeah. That was not the one thing on the list. He'll turn that didn't work. Adam Rose. Unexpected face turn. Rock Lesnar. Although, inevitable. Oh, yeah. It was inevitable. Inevitable face turn. Saw so the Void Villains. Yeah, they want, this week. they want to fight the uh, champs. So next week they're gonna fight up against the, uh, you know, big BMF Enzo. Yeah. Uh, oh, so they're so they gotta do so the Monk contenders. Okay. Enzo and Cass. That's gonna be a good match. I don't know who I want to win because I really like both teams. Uh, I think Enzo and Cass lost enough matches 
to these guys. They had enough shots. I think it's time for the blood villains to go. I, I don't know. I, like they haven't fought them yet. When um, Blake and Murphy had Hottie. What's her name? Alexa Bliss. Still the same thing. Yeah, but they're dynamic. Let the blood villains do something, man. I hear you, and I agree. Hey, they had those awesome vignettes with uh, the Lucha Dragons. Remember that? Yeah. Should we watch that shit? So I'm going to network that, probably. Nice. Why are they dragons, anyway? I, like, I get the Lucha part. Why are they dragons? Because they look like dragons. Do they? I don't fucking know. I don't write this shit. I just watch it. <laughs> yeah. The costumes do. Got the scales and shit coming down. Or... Dragons are cool, and so is Lucha. One plus one equals two. Yeah. All right. Since we are done, not recapping because we're not a recap show. That's not what we were doing. Are you being sarcastic? Is that what we were doing? No, no, no. Dude, we just picked, <laughs> plotted, and went. If we were, re- I'll show you a recap, bro. I hear you. I'll read your fucking list. <laughs> It was just a, it was just a rough week for wrestling. It's a little rough. So James Storm, Cowboy James Storm, Taryn Terrell, don't and, have a name for her. Hottie, and kicked her husband's ass. That's right. And Magnus, all asked for their release from TNA. Magnus is signing with TNA. I mean, uh, GFW. GFW. Nick Aldis Magnus is now a member of Global Force Wrestling. But they, I think the big thing is they all asked for their release, but they were, they were all in major storylines. I think they're just going to show up in Global Force. I think so. So rumor Spoiler has, alert! Yeah. Rumor has it that TNA and GFW are going to run an invasion angle. This is the right move. And that they're going to start with a bunch of former TNA guys coming in. So basically, you know, all these guys quit. They go to GFW. And where are we going to see them on TV? On TNA. I think management. I think I think there's a deal in place. Who's paying? That's a great question. I think if, if they're signed to Global Force, that Global Force is going to pay them. I think Global Force at this point... Probably has better sponsors. And job security. Yeah. Um, so I think... Jack, got, I, I, think I think at this point, anyone that's leaving, T, quote unquote, leaving TNA, go to Global Force, it's just a formality. Like it... I just bit my tongue hard. Ah, that sucks. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just a formality. I think we're going to see them in TNA... Does this whole invasion thing. And not for nothing. Supposedly this was a one a one night only thing for Jeff Jarrett. Really. So why give him a fucking belt? It's for GFW. So GFW is going to have a TNA belt. It's not a TNA belt. It's a it's GFW belt. King of the Mountain is his. He made that belt. That's made, just a gimmick. He made TNA. Yeah. So TNA is GFW? Look, man. Sure. Whatever. Dude, I don't know, man. Uh, they originally wanted to do an invasion angle with ROH, and they declined. Yeah, ROH is like, nah. 
So, who Wait, knows? This is TNA. TNA, what? We because we didn't specify that. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but TNA. TNA wanted to do the, the you know, ROH Define, which I wonder whose idea the invasion angle is. It's, it sounds like a Jarrett thing. He's old school. Yeah, well, if TNA wanted to do ROH, it's probably before. Do they still, is that, is Billy Corgan still doing their shit for them? Mm -hmm. Uh, Regardless, man. Uh, No, you know what it reeks of? It reeks of Russo. I don't think he's around, dude. No. They're not working with him. But if he, but if he came up with the idea a few years ago, Mm. and they see that. He'll tell you he came up with the idea a few years ago. Oh yeah, he'll tell fucking everyone and their mother he came up with it. There was, there was, I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago, there was an email that came out that yeah. said, yeah. And it's like, alright, you could fake an email, you know. Yeah. Like, just because you posted an email that had times on it and shit, doesn't mean I think it's real. Well, 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 hold. Are you accusing Vince Russo of being dishonest? I'm actually not. Uh-huh. I'm saying it's possible that that shit was faked. Okay. It's a 99% chance. Yeah. 99% chance of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like, I, I hate Vince Russo more than I hated Christian. I hate Vince Russo more than I hate that shit on James's face. I really hope James Storm is a part of that invasion angle. Me too. He's a great talent, man. He's so cool. I hate Vince Russo more than Christian with that shit on James's face, on his face. That's deep hatred that you have for this man that you've never met before. Except for that one time he was screaming through our window. <laughs> that fucking guy. What the fuck he is. Yeah. Dude, Katie Vick. I know. That was his idea. Wow. Uh, let's get serious for a minute. Kurt, is he really sick? Yes. He for sure has a tumor in his neck. It's a benign tumor. Okay. It does require surgery. Uh, He's going for it soon, maybe this week, maybe next week, something like that. And they say that he'll be out of action for roughly a month. That's not bad. No. But the only thing, because you mentioned before that, you know, because you saw it on here, so you thought it was spoilers. I mentioned TNA is taped. So we don't know how many more weeks... They have taped. But he's going to miss at least two TV tapings. Now, if they do four episodes a day, that's eight weeks of TV. That actually reminded me of something I wanted to mention from the uh, mm-hmm. Slammiversary. But he's going to have all that time to heal. So, like, if he misses eight weeks of TV ta- works worth of TV tapings, you know, he's only... It's really not. He's he's not gone for that long. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, what the point I'm saying is like he'll get like even though he's only going to be out for a month, he's going to get an additional month off to rest, which he's going to need. And he'll also be able, he'll have time to work off the ring rust, do some house shows. But he's not going to get ring rust. He's fucking Kurt Angle. I think it's great that he's going to get you know rested and he's going to be fine. I hope he comes back. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, man, I don't know about all this, like, taped in advance stuff, man. That could really mess with your head when you think about it. Mm-hmm. 
You know, like say you you go to these things mm-hmm. and you're sitting there for tapings. Yeah. That affects crowd reactions for the shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you're tired. You know, I saw this match. But uh, that aside, one of the matches was uh, EC3 and Tyrus mm-hmm. versus Bobby Lashley and... Uh, Spud? No, Kennedy. Kennedy. No, I keep calling him Anderson. I call him Kennedy. It'll always be Kennedy to me. Kennedy. But uh, one thing that came up, EC3 has been undefeated since Bound for Glory in 2013. His debut. His mm-hmm. debut. There's a spoiler for this match. Mm-hmm. EC3 pinned Bobby Lashley to win the match. Interesting. To destroy her. Bobby Lashley. I don't recall any shenanigans. Interesting. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I might have to. Granted, it is a tag team match. It's like Kevin Owens pinning Brock Lesnar clean, but much less impressive Kevin Owens. Or Finn Balor pinning Kevin Owens in a tag team match. So what you're getting at is WWE... Or I should say NXT and TNA basically ran a really similar storyline, but TNA taped it. Oh wait, this was Slammiversary, right? NXT taped it first. What a coincidence. I don't know. But my point is, that's an impressive victory nonetheless. Bobby Lashley, the destroyer, who left WWE to go do MMA. Bellator. And back to wrestling. He still does Bellator, though. Yeah. And still wins fights. But did someone else do that? The beast, Brock Lesnar. He left WWE to do MMA, came back to wrestling. Yeah, but... The beast was unstoppable. UFC heavyweight champion. He got sick. And Kane kind of rocked his fucking world. But Kane got his ass whooped anyway. By Belfort, right? Verdum. Oh, Verdum. Belfort. Are you fucking crazy? Vitor Verdum. Belfort's fucking... In Weidman's weight class. Dude, this is how... <laughs> this is how out of touch I am with UFC right That's now. That's true. I, I know something. <laughs> dude, you remember, I used to... Like, I used to know as much about UFC as I did about WWE. Mm. Now I'm like... I don't know. I'm still not impressed by Weidman. Listen, man. Weidman said it himself. Get on the team. Stop doubting him. He's the truth, dude. He's good. He is. No, here's the thing. Here's why. I have only seen two. I, no, I've only seen one of his fights. You saw two. You saw him. You saw when he beat Silva. That was at time. your bachelor party. Yeah. And then you saw him fight at the last thing we went to. That's what he fought Belfort. I, Okay. And he whooped his ass. I think he did. And he, he I, beat Silva twice. But the, I was... Didn't he beat Machida too? Everyone's beat Machida. That's true. That's true. Fuck Machida. You didn't beat Machida. Not yet. <laughs> Are you ready? You're gonna make, you gotta make the cut, dude. <laughs> oh, fuck. You gotta cut, bro. You gotta cut. You gotta cut weight. <laughs> what is 195? I have... No, it's not. It's middleweight. 
I think so. Maybe one. Yeah, it's, it's the one, it's one right above Welterweight. You're fine. Oh, wait, Welterweight's 170. Oh. I'm not good with weight classes, dude. I'm just good it, with... It, it took me a while. I can work backwards. Heavyweight starts 205. No, 220. Heavyweight's 220 to 265. Light heavyweight's 205. Middleweight is then 190. Wow. Damn. I'm 5'1", out of shape, and middleweight. Yeah, but you just go down in a heap. Just one shot. That's all I'm going to take. I step into the octagon, I'm fainting. That's that's a wrap. That's about as far as I go. So I I, I would try for takedowns, my thing. I I'd walk in mm-hmm. after the, you know, do that thing with my junk. <laughs> and I'll just be like They make you tap the cup. Alright, where do I how do I tap out? Do I just do this now or mm-hmm. can I just turn around and bounce? I still get paid, right? <laughs> I don't know. I would never even entertain the idea. There was an episode of Ultimate Fighter. I think it was season seven or some shit back in the day, back when I was watching. I don't remember who the coaches was were or whatever, but the two coaches didn't like each other. Huh. That's original, right? So revolutionary. Now, the one guy that they that the coach and his teammate, person on his team that was going to fight, the one thing that they were concerned with is the opponent likes to come out kicking. Right? Like, they like to throw a, a quick kick. Like if you're Just running. right off the gate. Right. So, um, they're talking about how, you know, if you're, if you're quote-unquote down, they can't kick you. So it's like, but you know, but every fight starts on the feet. And the coach says, it's like, alright, you know, it's alright. Just, you know, just, you know, as soon as the bell rings, just put your hand on the mat. And I'm like, who the fuck starts a fight like that, you fucking idiot? You don't start a fight <laughs> down. <laughs> no, you just can't, can't you punch somebody in the head? If if you're down, you cannot be punched or kicked in the head. Oh. I'm sorry, you can't be kicked in the head. No kicks, no knees to the head of a downed opponent. Downed opponent in UFC means any type of three or more point stance. So you can't be on a knee, can't have a hand down. Got it. And now we know. There you go. And now you know. Where to find us? No, I don't know. Do we have anything else? <laughs> weak week for wrestling. But a strong week for social media. Yes. Speaking of social media, you can find us, the Basement Bookers, on Twitter at Basement Bookers. If you want to talk to me, I am at Rich the Riz. If you want to talk to Jer, he is at Basement Jer. That's right. At Basement Jer, spelled the way it's said. Basement, J-E-R. Don't forget that little funny A thing at the beginning. Get on that shit. Hashtag follow the bookers. Hashtag why wait. Get on that Facebook. Basement Bookers Facebook. Basement Bookers MySpace. Subscribe on iTunes. Get on that Stitcher. What are you waiting for? Follow the bookers!